a long time ago. It's the ship that made the castle run in less than 12 parts and the great disturbance of the force. I told you she would never partially betray the rebellion. That's no move. Caught in a trap and it's pulling us in. The greatest space fantasy film of all, Star Wars! At last, the soul-shattering climax of the year's best movie. Today, you die, Luke Skywalker. This is your final battle. See Luke Skywalker battle Darth Vader. Stan Lee presents Star Wars, the greatest space fantasy of all, based on the film by George Lucas. This is the final chapter, 30 minutes, that's how long the main rebel base has before the Death Star, gigantic battle station of the Galactic Empire, will be in a position to destroy it. Now, like angry mosquitoes, the rebel fighters streak upward from their hidden hangars on the fourth moon of Yavin to attack a technological terror whose firepower dwarfs that of even the Imperial War Fleet. And somewhere, Luke Skywalker is among them. All wings report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Lock air spoils in attack position. And thus begins Star Wars Volume 1, Number 6. Is this the final chapter? Published. December 1977. Our editor-in-chief is Archie Goodwin. Cover artist is Rick Hoberg and Dave Cockrum. Our writer is Roy Thomas. Our penciler is Howard Shakin. Inker is Rick Hoiberg and Bill Ray. Colorist is Patty Cockrum. Letterers are Carol Ray and Mike Royer. Editor is Roy Thomas with an assist from Archie Goodwin. This kicks off the final installment of A New Hope, done by Marvel. Our story opens up with the Rebel squadrons racing to the Death Star to make sure that it is blown out of existence before it has the opportunity to destroy the Rebel base on Yavin. You have the check-in, the famous check-in happen. And this is our first differentiator where we were going off of the original scripting that obviously had gotten changed while the film was being developed. Stand by to lock S-foils in attack positions. Blue 2 standing by. Blue 3 standing by. Blue 4 standing by. Blue 5 standing by. Blue 6 standing by. This was Luke Skywalker's squadron. Wait a second. What happened to the iconic Red 5 standing by? Well, this is going off of the original scripting. A little differentiator, but small point. There are no added scenes in this comic other than some additional dialogue amongst the Empire's crew on board the Death Star. There are the iconic moments in there of evacuation and our moment of triumph and Grand Moff Tarkin digging his heels in and staying there as they're being attacked. There is Darth Vader hopping in his TIE fighter to go after the rebels who have seemingly figured out a way to penetrate the defenses of the Death Star and perhaps gain access to that target to put those photon torpedoes down there and blow up the Death Star. Luke, ever the pilot, natural pilot, 
very similar to, as we would know, his father, Anakin, is at first a supporting player, but as more and more of the rebel pilots are picked off, he comes to the forefront and makes his triumphant run down that trench in pursuit of putting those torpedoes in and bustering out of the area. As the interactions are happening back and forth, all of the pilot's dialogue is captured beautifully, including the unfortunate death of Porkins. Yes, he is an iconic and favorite figure of many. And there is an embellished scene within this issue where you actually have Biggs playing tribute to Porkins, giving him the nickname of Piggy and saying goodbye to him and that he will exact revenge on his behalf. Luke, doubting his own abilities at times, finally listening to the force ghost of Obi-Wan, talking to him to trust your instincts and let go. And he indeed does that. Along with a brilliant assist by Han Solo and Chewbacca coming back in the Millennium Falcon, eliminating the escorts that Darth Vader would have with him, and one of them knocking into Vader's ship and having him spin off into the darkness, essentially opening up the opportunity for Luke to lay those torpedoes in and beat feet out of there. Then there is the triumphant scene in the throne room where our heroes are all given their medals, with the exception of Chewbacca. We know that gets taken care of in the sequels, ultimately. But that is also well captured. And we end this issue with the promise of a new, exciting, original story. And specifically, next issue, a new adventure of the Star Warriors. Now, highlights in this issue... There is an amazing full-page piece of poster art that pays tribute to Luke's successful blowing up of the Death Star with this amazing, amazing star-like pulsing explosion happening coupled with just some incredible writing by Roy Thomas, and I want to share this with you all. Then, without warning... The eternal night of space becomes, for a few seconds, the brightness of day. No one dares look directly at the exploding battle station. Not even multiple shields set on high could dim that awesome glare sufficiently to prevent permanent blindness. The universe seems filled for an instant with trillions of microscopic metal fragments propelled past the retreating ships by the liberated energy of a small artificial sun. The collapsed residue of the Death Star will continue to consume itself for several days, forming for that brief span of time the most impressive tombstone in this corner of the cosmos. Wow. That's really some inspired writing by Roy Thomas and a fitting way to capture this climactic scene of Star Wars, A New Hope, this 
Final issue, number six. The artwork is all very, very good. I truly enjoyed Howard Jenkins' depiction of all of the characters. He really captures the anguish and the pain of all of the rebel pilots who come in wanting so desperately to land those torpedoes into the Death Star and blow it up, only to end up being obliterated, failing. Howard Chaikin's use of panels in this issue is exquisite. He really mixes it up with some unique panel choices. For instance, where he chooses to depict an epic scene, he will elongate the image with a multi-panel extension across the top. And as the X-Wings are going down the trench to get to their target, he then takes up two panels lengthwise and cuts it into thirds to really give the reader that feeling that they are immersed in this trench along with the X-Wing and have the TIE Fighters on their back. It really ratchets up the dynamic tension within the story. Schenken does a fantastic job of that. Actually, throughout this issue, his ability to visually translate drama, intensity, sense of urgency is exquisite. This is by far the best issue that he did in this initial six-issue arc detailing A New Hope before we would get to original Star Wars story content that would come out in issues seven onward until we got to The Empire Strikes Back issues. As I'm taking in this work as a whole, as we wrap up this initial six-issue arc, this was groundbreaking. Yes, Marvel had done movie adaptations with very large issues that came out all throughout the 70s. But this one was unique in the fact that you had a scripting that was provided to Marvel ahead of time. They started working on the book, and then through communications give and taken as the movie was completed, it started to reflect more of what fans would see on the movie screen now in the comic book pages. For instance, there is a section when the triumphant rebels return to Yavin and Princess Leia is embracing Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. At the bottom of the page is a wonderful depiction of Luke Skywalker, very reminiscent of Luke's facial expression as he's looking out at the two sons on Tatooine. I think Schenken, having seen the movie and having then those stills from the movie, purely did a rendering of that to signal to the comic book reader and audience that, hey, he is now aware that everything is very much real for the reader. By now, most folks will have seen the movie and that he understood how to render that central character to this story. 
does a wonderful job. It's a great piece of fan service here at the end and understanding illustratively to the reader that, hey, we, we, we get it. We understand this universe now. We've seen George Lucas's vision and we have fully integrated it now into the comic book pages. Well, kids, this has been an absolute thrill to bring you these first six issues and complete the story arc of A New Hope. As we turn the page into the new year, we will begin with issue seven and the original Star Wars story content that would have to satiate the very hungry Star Wars audience who had seen the film in 1977 and were anxiously awaiting the sequel to this saga. We would love to hear from you once you have read issue six of Star Wars. Please leave us a message via the Anchor app or send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com. Obi-Wan, take us out. Your destiny lies upon a different path from mine. The Force will be with you. Always. Long time ago, a classic Marvel Star Wars comic book series is dedicated in loving memory of Charles Lippincott, who George Lucas hired in late 1975 to join the Star Wars production as Vice President of Advertising, Publicity, Promotion, and Merchandising. To quote George, Charlie was one of the founding pillars of the Star Wars films and phenomenon. He began in earnest the concept of licensing motion pictures at a time when the only other company doing so was Disney. Charlie was the one who said early on that we can make this work and was the first person to both develop Star Wars licensing and engage with the fans. He had insights into marketing and public relations that were truly unparalleled. And a prime example of that is Comic-Con today. It was the marketing strategy for the original Star Wars film, A New Hope, that came out on May 25th, 1977, that Charlie would take one young Mark Hamill and they would barnstorm the science fiction and fantasy and comic book convention landscape leading up to the launch of Star Wars. To that, Charlie, we thank you. We thank you for comic books being a part of the Star Wars universe. And that is what this series is about.